So, verbs, we are, I don't, I was going to say we're nearing summer, but like in my heat index, we are in <laughs> summer. We have had multiple 90 plus degree days here in Nashville um, already. It's, and so to me, that is yep. like summer. And my kids are already out of school. And so to me, that is like summer. It's here. You know, like we are sufficient. Making May is kind of the month for those transitions. So, you know, we're kind of, we're in this transition period from like, I think when, especially during, for parents that have kids, there is like a natural rhythm that everybody kind of gets into that the school schedule kind of provides. And then we get out of that. I don't know about your family verbs, but we're already thinking of like, okay, let's make like a summer like wish list checklist on our chalkboard of like things we want to do. You know, we want to go to the splash pad. We want to, um, my daughter has gotten really obsessed with these, the weirdest TV show on the internet. I promise you called it blippy. Have y'all ever heard of this? The weirdest show. And it's this guy that goes around to like children's museums. Well, she doesn't really have a concept for distance yet. And so she's like, mom, we have to go to that place and that place, the San Diego Zoo and the like, you know, all it. And I'm like, hey, babe, that's, we can find some places like that, but not those. And she's like really adamant it has to be those. But we've got, everybody's kind of thinking about that of like, okay, we're moving into a new season. And I think it's really nice that if you use the full focus planner, you actually already have a system in place that can help you in this transitional season. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's, again, those are things that we know are coming. Obviously transition is always going to happen in some way, shape or form. I think between a summer vacation with kids, you know, for us again, we, uh, we school our kids at home, but when summer hits, it's like, okay, we need a plan to get them outside and do things, uh, and figure out what that looks like for them. Then there's there's times of the of the year like uh, daylight savings to where times shift. If you have a certain kind of workout regimen that you do, you got to figure out what that looks like. So transitions happen. It's always coming, and we need to figure out how to ride those transitions. Obviously, we're talking about summer because it's just like relevant right now. But obviously, there are lots of transitions that. One in particular, I never think gets enough credit for what a big transition that is. And that's when you change jobs or change even Mm. roles. You know, you basically disrupt completely probably the people that you spend the majority of your time with. And then there's other transitions where it's like you just move from one really big project that you're working on or maybe you've been assigned to a cross-functional team those are transitions. And usually we don't really see them as transitions. We just see them as like work, you know, like that is equal to any other kind of work. But, you know, a lot of times those transitions cause stress and what we're going to be talking about today really helps um, combat those as well. So this is really like a holistic episode that you can apply in all kinds of different realms. This is where we're going to talk about how we can use the full focus system to help us out in writing those transitions out. Surf's up. Let's go.
If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market, Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content, and if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker. Happy Monday to you, Courtney, and happy Monday to everyone listening today. So the full focus system can come into play in helping us transition well and ride these transitions out as it provides two vital anchors in the middle of transition. Anchor number one, the daily big three. Yes, the one you know and the one you love, the daily big three. This is an anchor because no matter what's happening in your life at the moment, it's always going to be a crucial part of your day. And not only just anchoring down and stabilizing, but also continue to push you forward into that transition. I couldn't agree with this more like when things are kind of wonky or like you really haven't gotten your stride. Uh, so important. And you know, I I don't know, I guess I could share this, but I've actually been testing out having a family daily big three on the weekend. And that has been really interesting um, because it just helps. Not everybody is involved with every one of those things, but it just kind of brings awareness to everybody what we're trying to do today. Like what's what's important, you know? And it might be that one of our daily big three is to go have a fun thing and go to the strawberry farm. Um, but one of the other things might be we got to prep the garage for paint, you know? Um, but it just makes sure everybody's on the same page. I don't know about y'all, but the worst is like when you realize the other person has a big project planned that you didn't know about, <laughs> you know? And I would say I'm usually not on that side of the conversation. I'm usually on the other side of the conversation. So it it just helps kind of make sure everybody's on the, the same page. So that's kind of a tip this summer that you might think about. But even in your own personal daily big three, it really just helps keep you headed in the right direction, um, regardless of the transitioning happening around you. Yeah. And I don't want to pass this up because I feel like you just brought up a good point. Because there are people, some planner users who use their planner every single day, including the weekends. Mm -hmm. And I think what you just mentioned was good because it's like, okay, especially if it's a, a transition season for you, that if you wouldn't consider, if you're not one who uses your planner normally on the weekends, you know, in a transition season, it's probably worth considering just accounting for your days. Because like you said, where everything kind of feels off and wonky and a little bit clunky for a minute until things settle down. Um, it could be a good way to account for your days um, mm -hmm. a little bit more consistently until you feel like you're out of a transitional point of your life. Because then the off and on could also add to the wonkiness yeah. of just using it during the week because then it becomes more of just a a work 
tool versus a life tool in general. Absolutely. Anchor two is rituals. When you're going through transition and things are, you know, can feel a little chaotic, rituals really will help you feel grounded. Again, we we say all the time, a lot of when things are stressful and transitions by nature, uh, you know, they are, there's a stress that happens with those. It's easy to just like throw out, you know, your rituals. It's kind of like the first thing that's easy to be like, oh, I just need Mm -hmm. space. Let me get rid of these. When in reality, it, it really can help you feel grounded. Now, the key here with your rituals in a transition, uh, especially if you're like day-to-day life is going to look different, is to update them to make sure that they meet the demands of the new season. So, for example, if you just took a brand new job or you just got a new promotion, you know, really updating those rituals to say, how do I craft this? to set me up best um, for the day, for the night, uh, what would that look like and update them to match that? Yeah, I think that's good. And this conversation as far as in regards to transition is kind of fresh in my mind as I was talking to my mom who recently retired, which Mm. obviously is another huge life transition because you have, you know, 40, 50 something years of a work schedule that you've been accustomed to for so long. So now when that's kind of removed from the process and you're used to doing things around your work schedule and now that's just zapped out of the equation, it's like, what do rituals look like? All right. If I had to do all this stuff in the morning in order to be at work by this time, now how can I spend my morning? What opportunity is there to do what you said, go back and intentionally update those things or even just reimagine what those could look like to help me um, be more anchored into my days and my weeks. Again, not to do more like family uh, things here, but this is also, I mean, we have a great um, planner uh, for kids that you can use, or you could just think of like, how do I set up rituals for my kids during the summer? And um, that also, again, the structure that normally like school would provide, you don't have that. And so structure of rituals actually does give them some like guide rails as part of their day that, again, just like us, it helps keep you grounded. And so I think it's a really helpful tool um, if you, you know, if you have kiddos or work with kiddos to kind of keep that in mind as well. And I'll say this before we move off of this anchor, it's I think it's important. What's important to know, what's important to realize is if you know transition is coming up and whatever emotions that come along with that for you, whether it's an adrenaline rush, an excitement, anxiousness, whatever it might be, is understanding that those emotions will come. But don't allow yourself to be kind of disconnected and floating when you have a tool that's in front of you that you could really use to help usher you through that mm. that transitional period. Um, it may just it may take slowing down for a moment and putting some thought into processing it, but mm-hmm. it's going to serve you well to be able to do that just so you can uh, remain anchored in that season. And like we mentioned, really ride out that transition well. Just know what's coming. It's going to be different. Take account of what could change or what could be different, and then implement those into these rituals and. Um, your daily process that we spoke about earlier. I'm going to sneak in here. And uh, I, I come from, I was a musician growing up and which is a discipline you have to go through. And 
then I was uh, I went to college and I got my degree in how to teach music. And then I taught band from fifth grade to 12th grade. And uh, I know Verbs has one saxophone player in his house, one of his kids. Yes, and indeed. you can imagine uh-huh. that when you give a bunch of kids implements that are really designed to just make noise and not just make noise, but to amplify the noises <laughs> into a room. And you might have a room of 90, 100, 110 kids with these things that are designed to drive you crazy. And they don't. So what you learn when you're starting and then as you grow older and you take it seriously and then when you're a teacher, this isn't just true for music, it's true for parents. And I'm using kids here not because this is a family podcast, but just because kids are like just these like little creatures that we are also like we're all the same. They just have less experience that the transitions in those spaces are so key for success that whatever happens next. And so as a teacher, us having a routine that is consistent and that we buy into is the only way that we found success. And so when we take thinking about the word transition a little bit differently is, is to go, how do I schedule and practice and ritualize my transitions themselves to have success? So my mm. kids can't just walk into the room and do whatever they want until the bell rings and then we go. No, because I got to start teaching when the bell rings. So when the moment they walk in the room, there's the following 10 steps for them to get to their seat mm-hmm. so that when, when the bell rings, we're ready to go. And so they're in the, the headspace to be successful. Yeah. So in a way, I know this is a little off script or whatever, but when I see the word transition, just because I was trained to do it so much, I am thinking about how do I practice my transitions? If you were in band or if you were in sports or if you were in, you know, you know what it was like to go, okay, the performance is tomorrow night. Oh, the game is tomorrow How are we going to walk onto the field? How are we walking on the stage? All of these things, I don't necessarily think we need to be surprised by. So there is some agency to connect to last week's episode that we can really own in order to be successful. Nick, here is the like really brilliant part. We basically have already done that with (laughs) for you all in the full focus planner. Because when you get into a professional job, nobody is going to tell you, okay, you need to do these things to like get into your day. Like there needs to be a routine, a set of steps that you take to set you up for the actual, you know, work. But the planner is set up where that's why you have a workday startup and a workday shutdown. We're basically like your school teacher or your band teacher or is that what you call it? band director? That's what. They I, would, well, band don't get director. me started. I have very strong feelings on. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. band well, I'm teacher. I'm gonna step off that line. Band teacher. Okay? Band teacher. Your band teacher, you know, like imposed for you, you know, as an adult, nobody ever. It's like the wild wild west. Like figure it out, just get the job done. And what I think what we're trying to help you all with and this tool helps you with is actually gives you the framework for what that could look like or should look like our best recommendation for that. You ever walked into a room and maybe it's your kids or maybe you've visited whatever and you just like you see the kids and you go, they're like lost. Like they don't know what's they're here, but they're just like (laughs) in space. And you're going, I don't know how we're going to get anything done. And I know that kids have to play. I get it. Whatever. Uh, But that's also us. Like, it's the same (laughs) 
it's the same concept. It's like you you don't mm-hmm. see it because we're we're you know we're older and bigger. We don't like run into walls and we don't you know hit each other mm-hmm. when we're kind of out of pocket. But it really is. I think of it the same way. Where you go if 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 we had not set this up and we haven't thought about the transition specifically, uh, we find mm-hmm. ourselves just like kind of like you know we're picking things up. We're you know pushing our organizing friends. files <laughs> in Google Drive. Yes, that's the equivalent. <laughs> that's the yeah. equivalent of of the fourth grader with the trumpet walking around and like exactly. <laughs> We default into doing things that aren't important or urgent. They're just like distractions from like actually because we're just, we're, you know, lost, you know, in a lot of ways. So here's the thing, like, even as we're talking about transitions and like what you just said, it's like, we, we have defaults that we go to, that we resort to that that take us out of uh, experiencing the transition well. So, I mean, I'm just thinking about like, we're used to transitions. Transitions are Mm -hmm. Life is a series of connected transitions. You talk about you go from marriage um, into marriage, into parenthood. You go from a job transition to a new job transition, out of job, working into retirement. Um, There's whatever, losing a loved one. It could be, um, like you mentioned, uh, Courtney, earlier, a new role in the current job. So there's always these things of series of transitions. It could be a health event that's occurred that now you have to just look at life and how you do life differently. So many transitions that can pop up in our lives. But just again, like what we're talking about is the opportunity to do those things well and let, let's let ride the transition instead of the transition riding us out until we feel like we're just depleted and then we're only resorting, only resorting into defaults, which is the thing that helps us not ride it out well, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. the, the transition is, is the feature, not the bug. Right, we think of a transition as a as something mm. to overcome, and you go, well, maybe you could just ride into it, right? And it is actually part of what makes you successful. And not to say that all these things are going to be easy, but we know they're going to come at some point, at some time in our life. So let's try to figure out what we can do to anchor ourselves in those moments. If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market, Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content, and if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. So we've come to that time once again where we're pulling a question that has been posed in the Full Focus Planner community. If you're not a part of the community as of yet, feel free to jump on Facebook and join the Full Focus Planner community. But our producer, Nick, has a question to stump us today. <laughs> it's not to stump you. We use we use affirming language here. We use positive I'm sorry, yes, self-affirming talk. You are talk. right, sir. Yes. I have a question to help you um, uh, demonstrate your profound knowledge and experience and wisdom. 
So this is a question. <laughs> I like what you did there. This I is like a question from Matthew. Matthew writes, do you guys plan for what you will watch and why during the week in your full focus planner? My immediate answer is no, because with the five of us in the house, sitting down together to watch one thing is a li- it's, it's the equivalent of going to lunch with a bunch of friends. And then you ask, hey, where are we going to eat? takes about 20 minutes to decide on a location and then go to that location. <laughs> Much in the same way that when we're figuring out what to watch. So I'm tapping out on this question and deferring to my colleague, Courtney. Well, no okay. is an answer. I, that's, a t- like that's, that's an answer, yes. right? So that works. True. So I thought my answer was no as well. But then I thought about it and I was like, actually, well, first of all, I don't watch very much TV. Do y'all know that about me? I don't watch very much TV, like very little, I think, compared to the populace. Um, But I kind of do plan. There is one show (laughs) Mm. that I watch that as I'm doing my weekly preview, it always ends up being in my connect portion because we have some really good friends that always come over and watch it with us each week. And so I do plan that um, with them. I, you don't know? Can you guess? You don't know? I feel like I've talked about this one show that I watch that like millions of people watch, but I rarely meet other people that watch it. Is it the weekly Peloton? <laughs> no, it's been around a really long time. Um, it's Survivor. Downtown. Oh, that's right. Survivor. And it kind of serves two purposes, um, which I really love. I you know, our friends come over. They're our really good friends. Like, we, it's a super chill night. But it, like, doubles of, like, oh, we get to do this thing we all enjoy. But we're talking. And it's, like, at a time each week that we, like, get to connect with each other. And so I do plan that show. And usually that's all the TV I watch. There might be, like, one other thing um, that, like, right, right now we actually just started The Lincoln Lawyer and we're watching that together. I have not planned that. It's more like an organic, like, oh, we actually have done the things that we need to get accomplished for the day. And let's watch a show. Well, I, I feel like I need to be in defense of the yes a bit more. I love the, the connect idea, Courtney. <laughs> uh, I will say, and for similar reasons, I ju- we talked about this a couple of weeks ago during a record that we were doing. Um, one of my big three for the week a couple of weeks ago was that me and my family were going to watch all three rounds of the Eurovision song contest. That was yes. a right. high mm-hmm. priority for us. I don't have time to get into it, everybody, but we, <laughs> I truly don't, but we love Eurovision in this house. Other than Christmas, I do think it is the thing every year that we are most excited about. So one day, We'll talk about it. That's I'm, fantastic. I'm sure. Yeah. But I, the I idea. Love, I love that Nick, the editor, like edits himself. He's like, I can't talk about it, guys. I have to edit the <laughs> podcast. I can't spend any more time saying words I know I'm going to have to cut later. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to cut all of myself. So fine. But the idea, yeah, being intentional in the stuff that we watch, and especially if things like documentaries, somebody in the comments on this did point out, like, when there's a documentary I really want to watch. And you have those things you go, I really, oh, I didn't get yeah. to watch that yet. And if you just get, it doesn't have to be a documentary. It could be just nonsense, but you just wish you had seen it. It seems like the planner would be a great place to put that. 
Here's what I do love about it. I think um, I'm kind of not the best person to make this argument after I was just like, I don't watch very much TV, you know, which sounds very elitist. And I mean, yes, the reason I don't watch very much TV is because I have two small children that take up so much time. Um, okay. And Peloton, you know. Um, yes. So I, I don't mean to sound like, it, really, I wish I could watch more TV. Um but I do like the idea of scheduling it if you can like hold to it. Like for me, what uh, and this like what I don't want to end up doing is just like watching show after show after show after mm-hmm. show. You know, like you're actually just like disconnecting from the world. You know, and usually that's not Call a good sign. Yeah, when you find yourself like <laughs> unpurposely binging, you know what I mean. Like that's not good for me because I find that like, then I don't get enough sleep. And then the next, you know, like there's just a whole series of repercussions of that. And so I do like that idea of like, oh, if I just have it scheduled, then it's like, there's a beginning and an end to something that's scheduled. So today's tip to level up your planner usage is this. Schedule time this week to reevaluate your rituals and make sure they'll serve you well as you transition into the summertime. So once again, thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends. And again, like I said last week, if you can give us a review, it really helps propel this show forward. So we would appreciate that. We'll be back next week with another great episode. But until then, stay focused. She put the extra snap. She got, oh, now she got she's in her head about it. This is not good. I know. <laughs> I am. Stay focused. There it is. If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market. Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons.